0: You know, it's no secret that over the past year, the global meetings incentive and corporate events industry has been turned upside down due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In the face of global lockdowns, the face-to-face events we were accustomed to were no longer an option. And with safety at the forefront, we had to completely reimagine our event strategies. The entire industry came together as the industry raced against time to find new ways to deliver engaging and meaningful events from a distance. Throughout this five-episode limited podcast series, we're going to take a look into the relationship between the pandemic and the events industry, what we have learned and where we can go in the future. You're going to hear from experts in every corner of the events industry as they speak from our NEXT online community. NEXT, powered by Merit's Global Events, provides an opportunity for thought leaders to come together through collaboration online as well as in-person events to share insights and helping us collectively move to new and exciting event solutions. Welcome to episode number one of the Events Unpaused podcast. I'm David Peckinpah, president of Merits Global Events. We're an experience design company with a mission to transform your business through unforgettable event experiences. Now let's get started. In this episode, we're exploring how professionals across the industry and across the globe have tackled the challenges brought on by the pandemic. We have all felt the impact of this pandemic from event managers, to production, to guests. Now let's take an inside look at the challenges we faced and how we overcame them. We know that the pandemic impacted every corner of the globe. But the trajectory and impact wasn't the same everywhere. It's important to remember that this is a global industry and planners had to adapt in real time to unique challenges in their specific corner of the world. During our recent Next event, Justine Thomas, currently general manager at Arabian Adventures, shared an inside look into the challenges faced in the United Arab Emirates and the adjustments they made as a result.
1: Greetings from the United Arab Emirates and Dubai. Um, I'm extremely happy to be speaking to you today about some some key lessons that we've learned through 2020. Wow, what a year that it was. And I think for all of us, there were so many lessons that we were learning along the way and continually evolving and realigning. For us, probably the biggest lesson was just information and communication to our clients. I think when COVID first came through in March 2020, for us, we had around 25 contracted events that were ready to operate within a 12-week period. Um, With all of them coming internationally, obviously the impact is fairly significant with making sure that people were being fed the correct information. So for us, one of the biggest things was making sure that we centralised any information that were was coming through um, from Emirates and from within Dubai Tourism and from other regions around us that, it, that did, did impact. So we actually appointed a couple of um, team members to look after the information so we can make sure that everything that was shared with our clients was correct. And as we all know, that was such a huge feat within itself and keeping up with those changes and making sure that we were communicating correctly was probably for us the biggest lesson to make sure that we had contingency planning ready to go. I don't think any of us ever expected COVID to last as long as it already has. But on the positive side, what it's made us do is it's made us re-look and re-evaluate every aspect of how we deliver international events. And that our risk and planning was really strong being part of Emirates Airlines but there was definitely room for improvement. And that's what we've really focused on to make sure we've got a really strong platform moving forward. We've got key people in key roles that know exactly what needs to be done. Heaven forbid if anything like this ever did happen again. One of the biggest things for our clients was reassurance. And I think for everyone, it's balancing out over-promising, the one thing that we couldn't do is we couldn't guarantee because there was so much unknown with COVID. And I think what we were focusing on is trying to absorb um, as much correct information, um, but also balancing out that these, you know, our clients had, you know, at times hundreds of people that they were bringing in destination. And, you know, everyone was worried about whether or not, should we cancel, should we postpone, or should we still come? Now we did actually have one European group that came just as COVID was really starting to kick in um, the third week of March. And I think, you know, they managed to get back home within a couple of days before the country locked down. And it's interesting because throughout the last six to nine months, we asked so many clients what their biggest fear is. And it wasn't actually catching COVID or being sick with COVID, it was actually being stuck. Uh, outside of their home country. And and I think that's a really interesting thing. Um, But what we're already seeing now, very interestingly in our destination, is how quick the recovery can happen. From a mice perspective, I think it is obviously going to take longer. But on the leisure side, we saw as markets were opening, it was almost instantaneous that the bookings were coming in. But what we saw on the my side is that a lot of clients was just wanting to think about traveling. Everyone needs something to look forward to and with the world shutting down the way that it has, I think it's made that thirst for people coming together and hopping on a plane and traveling so much more um, exciting. And, And even if we can't travel for the moment, what we do want is we want that sense of
0: hope. We saw that the pandemic was handled differently from region to region, but many of the collective challenges can be seen across the board. Together, we can learn from these challenges and continue to remain agile in the face of disruption. Speaking of agility, next I'd like to introduce a panel of event strategy experts from our recent NEXT event. They will share some valuable lessons learned early on and advice that may form a better future for events. First, Allison Kearns, meeting event manager here at Merit's Global Events, describes the collective learning curve experienced across the board.
2: This was the early days. We're still in March at this point, and it was a really eye-opening and, and albeit humbling experience, but exciting one because I was truly no longer the expert sitting at the table with my clients. I had to really come to them, um, you know, this pivot, this you know, COVID, this scenario happening in the world was happening to all of us all at the same time. And this move towards digital um, was the same. None of us had done a digital event before. And so rarely do you find yourself in that situation at a table where all of you are new to a situation and novices in this role. Honestly, I was a little intimidated by that. I'm used to being sort of the logistical and travel expert um, when I'm you know, on calls or leading them. But I had to really kind of pull back the curtain and say, like, I'm learning right along with you. Merits in a lot of ways was pivoting and learning right along with our clients in those early days. And um, we're very grateful for that partnership. They were able to um, gracefully let us have that space to learn and grow right right along with them, to um, make some stumbles right in front of them um, and just say, listen, we're gonna pick ourselves back up. We're gonna dust off and we're going to figure out how we keep going.
0: Once the pandemic hit, we were all going through an experience filled with unknowns. In early 2020, no one was an expert, even though we at Merit's Global Events had faced everything from terrorist attacks to natural disasters and SARS, this was a whole new and very scary scale. It really showed the importance of adapting quickly and tapping the greatest minds in the industry in our company, with our partners, and with our clients to create new paths forward. Carter Dunham, Account Executive at Production Resource Group, explains as we had to transition to a world of predominantly digital events, many of us found that digital in the pandemic world was different than pre-pandemic, but digital may not be going away and we need to learn to adapt.
3: One of the things that that we noticed uh, right out of the gate with, with one of our first clients was that even though we had done digital events, we had never done digital events in the way that we were going to have to take them on in a co- post-COVID world, and or in a in a COVID world, I guess uh, you know things were different. We were we were dealing with people in their homes. Um, we were dealing with the lives, the personal lives of people, whether it be kids and and dogs. I know I'm worried that the dogs are going to bark in the background here. You know, and and so there was a lot that we had to work through that we had never worked through before. You know, uh, One of the biggest things that I think happened to us right away was a shipping example, right? It previously, it was pretty easy for us to move things around and and get equipment around the country. Well, once COVID hit, it became very difficult to move and and depend upon our shipping partners. And so we really had to adjust schedules and adapt. Uh, So, you know, I think that was a a big thing for us to kind of get through our minds in terms of how we approached, uh, production for these digital events. Uh, you know, and I, I honestly think that the, the big takeaway from this is it it's not going to go away, right? Um I I have a strong belief that this is going to interconnect our community more in an, an event sense where it now will be the norm to have somebody join from you know Australia join your event here in North America or something like that. And so so I think moving forward, we're going to have a lot more of that and, and we're going to have to learn to, uh, you know, extend our timelines to compensate to make sure that we have all those, those pieces taken care of and, and people may be working from home, right, instead of working from offices. So um, I think that was probably our, our biggest part of, of kind of our first events out of the gate.
0: Like Carter mentions, this is especially true for those on the production side of events. But no matter where you are sitting, we can all agree digital looks different and we still need to constantly adapt. This provides us all with an opportunity to continue to learn from these challenges and to carry the learnings with us into the recovery period and beyond. I think there really are multiple lessons we can draw away from this experience. First, asking questions and getting curious is more important than ever. We must unlearn order taking and lead with strategy and design to make sure we truly understand the why when designing experiences. Emily Nicholas, National Account Executive at Hello Destination Management Company, highlights the importance of getting curious.
4: I would say during this time, I'm sure many of you would say the same, we were forced to stop, slow down, and educate ourselves in so many ways. That force stop slow-down, educate made me work outside of the normal machine. Like we, as an industry, were a machine. We knew, oh, you need this. I know how to do it just like this. Having to wear a lot of hats and work and do things that I wouldn't necessarily do living in my silo, I had to get curious about how I could produce a product. I had to get curious about what other jobs other people do. I had to get out of the machine to accomplish my job so I think something to unlearn would be working in that machine that fulfills based on a specific set of knowledge it would be being curious asking questions stopping slowing down educating myself on like what is the actual best way to fulfill this rather than what I thought the best way was before this
0: Curiosity can lead to a deeper understanding of the why, moving away from order taking and towards more valuable experiences, as Carter explains.
3: For me, one of the biggest things is is asking the why, right? You know, for particularly in the production world, we're so used to getting a a list of equipment or getting a design or or something along those lines and, and really taking that and implementing it. Um, from that order and and where we weren't very good at asking why do you want to do this what is what is the purpose what does the experience look like and and really understanding that why because a lot of times we were just you know order takers right and and so i i think that's one of the things that was discovered you know part of the digital process we had to do a lot of that asking of of why do you want to do this and so for for me personally, i hope to, you know, unlearn that, that order of taking and, and carry forward asking, you know, why do you want to do this? What is, what is the attendee experience? What are you trying to accomplish here so that we can provide the right solution moving forward? And I, I feel like that's an important thing.
0: Design sessions are imperative in this discovery process. Let's hear from Samantha Gilstrom meeting event manager at Maritz Global Events who explains further.
5: That is something that we did really well in the digital space. Um, Before at least each of our digital events, we did have a design session, kind of asking what the most important things were for that event. So we knew either what platform to do or what elements to incorporate. So kind of taking away the digital aspect, I really hope that we do get out of that machine that Emily was talking about. When we go back um, to in-person events, I definitely was guilty of saying, Well, we did this last year, so let's start there as a base and can add on or do whatever. But I think we really need to evaluate each event and maybe label the top three most important things so you know to specifically focus on those. Like if an in-person event one year, the focus could have been networking and you could have been very successful and accomplished that goal one year. And that same event might be celebration the next year because... You already did the networking the year before, so they don't have to look exactly alike and it's time to reevaluate each event each year.
0: As we've said, the pandemic caused us all to adapt like never before. Though there were many challenges, we can take these and turn them into advantages. As we move forward, asking questions, getting curious, and having open and in-depth conversations really is key. Emily and Carter offer great perspectives on this
4: like Carter said, the why, it's asking those questions. What's the goal for the user experience? What do you want them to leave with? So um, I would say having a number of really deep dive questions. And if you don't get the answers that you need to find out the real goals, you need to continue asking them. That's the That will set you up for such success and it will save you so much time in the end if you if you have that really in-depth beginning conversation. What is the user need? What do you need out of this conference? What's your goal for this conference? And then from there you can build really meaningful solutions. Um, so absolutely curious, curious, curious. so many questions. Um, and it'll set you up for for definite success.
3: And Emily, I think I think the other important piece of that is conversation, right? Um, you know, I, I think so often we've gotten so, used to you know, taking in emails and responding to emails and all, all those kind of things and, and we forget to have those conversations. Uh, and, and I think as, a, as an industry as a whole, we have conversations between ourselves but one of the things I've liked about this digital world is that we're bringing in uh, you know outside folks that maybe weren't involved. So you know the marketing department person that maybe wasn't ever part of the event before is now part of the event because it's viewed as more of a website and new fresh ideas are coming in. So I think we need to not be afraid to have a conversation you know, with our, within our client's organization to, to different people, but also between each other, right? So uh, you know, this panel is a great example of that. You know, we're having a conversation about the industry and there's been a lot of that over the last nine months and that's something I, I really don't wanna lose and uh, I think it's been great.
0: At Mirrors Global Events, we couldn't agree more that conversation is key and doing a deep discovery of your audience, their wants and needs, as well as your business objectives will really help you build more successful events. And as we continue this series over the next few episodes, I really do urge you to continue to think about what's next for your organization. We hope to provide you with some guidance and insights that will help you keep up with the industry and also to stay ahead of the curve. Carter will share one final takeaway before you go.
3: And and in my mind, you know, one of the things that you know you mentioned value, Emily, and I think, you know, one of the things that that for me came out of this is is that I think is really important is you know thinking about um, what your next is, right? And and staying current, staying up to speed on what's going on in the industry. I, I think that's something that our industry as a whole really came to understand over over the past few months, and and I think really. It's important, um, you know, for, for me professionally, I learned that it's important to, to kind of stay ahead of the curve in terms of what's going on uh, so that when you do have to pivot to digital, you have a little bit of an understanding uh, of what's going on. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that that it to me is, is quite interesting. I know a lot of people have been going out and working on their DES. Uh, for me, I just happened to be working on it in January and, and little did I know how much that would come into play here in March. So, you know, those kind of things I think for me were my takeaways that I really, you know, I I needed to stay on top of that.
0: That wraps up our session on some of the challenges we faced and what we've learned. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. If you're interested in tracking where the future of the industry is going, I really do hope you're gonna listen to the additional episodes in this limited series. You can go ahead and listen to episode two on the all important topic of event safety. I look forward to seeing you and having you join us next time.